0: And welcome to Issaquah Buzz, where we talk about all things business in Issaquah, from new restaurants to retail gossip. My name is Autumn Monahan, and I work with the City of Issaquah's communications team. I'm here with Jen Davis Hayes, who's our economic development manager for the city and one of my favorite people to talk gossip with. Welcome, oh, hello. Jen. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, so before we start talking through gossip and the list this time, is, it's just making me very excited. But before, before we turn to that, um, make sure that you stay tuned in our podcast for an interview later on with Christy Gerrard. She's Visit Issaquah's Executive Director um, as we celebrate Tourism Week and explore Issaquah's favorite spots. So stay tuned for um, a good interview with Christy. So, okay, heading into gossip. So our list is is literally all food. 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 <laughs> um, you're hungry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, um, as of our recording right now, um, 96 front street is opening today. So uh, we haven't been yet, but I've heard, i am just heard so much excitement. I've seen it on social media. Everyone's very excited. You can tell I work down near city hall. So I'm also very excited to have a place, another place to go to and to support uh, on my lunch break. But, um, what have you heard that they're going to be serving besides of course still the froyo, right? <laughs> yes, they still going to have okay. some yogurt. Okay. So they're going to
1: <laughs> they're going to have a light lunch and of course, you know, pastries and coffee and all that good stuff. Uh, but they're also going to they they really want to make it a place that you want to come to. So they're going to do tea parties, they want to do kids birthday parties. They're going to have wine. And so when you look in when you go in, you'll notice that the fireplace uh, that used to kind of separate the area has yeah. been taken out. So it's opened a lot more. And, um, you know, they've talked about having this Parisian cafe feel. And, and yeah. I think it, it really does that. So I've been peeking through the window, through the, the board, they uh, not boarded up, but they papered up windows. And so yes. I can't wait to see it in, in person. So I'm going to yeah. head there next time I'm downtown. Well, and when we
0: surveyed residents, um, it was probably about a year ago, right? As far as like what they're looking for, um, for businesses. And one of the things we heard over and over again was bakeries yeah um yep. so this also fulfills i think very much uh you know an interest and need in our community from our bakeries so i'm excited exactly. about that too exactly. yeah 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 um all right so egg and Us sounds like th- i've seen some work happening as they're working to rebuild um yeah. and and we've talked a bit about this in the past but um they 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 endured a, a massive fire it was during the, it feels like the peak of COVID. It was a while ago now, but yeah. they're, st- they're getting to a uh, stage of rebuilding.
1: Yeah. So I saw that there was some lumber out there. They looked like they put the flooring on, again, as of the time of this podcast and yeah. uh, recording. And um, so they are starting to rebuild. They have all their permits. They just need, they're just kind of working uh, to get the basis there. But the idea is that they would rebuild the restaurant and hope, you know, eggs and egg and us can come back. So, yeah. We okay, definitely need more brunch spots. Break, That's good. Yep. Yep. Breakfast uh, is important.
0: So I saw your list, Jen, and there's two I have yeah, not even,
1: yeah, brand even talked about
0: yet. I'm quite excited. <laughs> um, so the first is we had announced that Big Fish Grill was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and also like, okay, well, what's next? And so it sounds like you've heard it's an Indian restaurant.
1: Yeah. So okay. it's called the flavor of India, a uh, bar and grill. And he's really excited. He loves, he's been looking Four locations since 2021 with us. And so he's looked on Sunset, he's looked on Front Street. And so it was so exciting. He gave a call to say thank you for your help in the past, which was really nice. Um, And he's really excited. Um, He hopes to be open early summer because obviously that if you've been up to Big Fish Grill, they have amazing patio and views. So he wants to be able to take care, uh, take advantage of that. And so really excited to kind of see them join
0: our business community. That's wonderful. And and yeah. so then we also have another Indian restaurant, uh, yeah. Paradise Food Point Indian Cuisine. That is also alarming. opening up this summer. <laughs> that is yes. Yes. Uh, also opening up this summer, but in the Red Robin spot,
2: yes. a spot that I
0: haven't really been thinking about lately. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: Red Robin closed uh, that, that uh, lot was purchased. The building uh, was purchased. Yes. And um, so this, this, uh, restaurant has one in Bothell and so they've been again looking to come down to this area and the owners of the property mentioned that they they really are going to they're really about community so they want to host events there they're really thinking about it creatively so I'm, I'm looking forward to how that's going to be redone re in there because you know yeah. red robins are very specific looking right yeah. and so I uh, will like see what kind of touches they put in there and you know I can imagine some big parties that you can have in there as well and some great new food. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that
0: as well. That's
1: great. Yeah.
0: Um, so we've also talked about Timeless Tea Dessert Cafe in yeah. the Meadows Shopping Center. So I can report, I can confess, my family's been there three times this week. Oh my goodness. What? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's been convenient as we're doing other shopping, I think in Meadows, that we've stopped by and oh, it's time for a, a mochi treat or then it's time for we got a trifle one day. We've just gotten several little treats um, over the past week, so I think we need to slow down. But we were just excited to try <laughs> everything in there, um, in their case. And it's just it's so cool inside. They their theme is cats, so they've got like cat pillows, cats on the walls. It's just it's really cute. So I think that the. The decorating they did inside was awesome. Um, I've not tried any of the bubble tea yet, but it was, it's just a fun experience. Uh, my kids love it. And, you know, I did look online and a lot of customers too have just been saying it's great to go to Dozone and then afterward, yeah, um, yeah go there for dessert. And so yeah. it's just a great place uh, to kind of continue your night um, yeah. after you go to Dozone. So anyway, I highly recommend It's just been, it's fun to see that they're now open and to see yes. customers in there. So it's a good addition to it, I think. I have to ask, though, we showed a picture in one of our last podcasts of a moose dog thing. Yeah. <laughs> have you bought one, tried one? We have not done the the moose dog. We're, we're keeping that for a special occasion. But that I definitely, I took photos. I was quite excited and shared with friends. Um, yes, that is coming. Uh, but they did have quite the selection of different colors when we were there. Um, they also do um, cakes, too, and so special orders. And so I'm also interested in that in the future too. So anyway, it's just highly recommend. Great place. Yep. And this one, this one, I actually like audibly gasped when I saw it on your list. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love making Autumn audibly gasp. I did so blazing bagels are not going to be served at 55 sunset yes Yes. that just happened this week so um so they have the bagels
1: now they're going to get cream cheese soon but blazing bagels has been looking for a location in issaquah and hasn't found it yet but i think this is great to have partnerships with our businesses that are currently here so go in and check them out and get some yummy bagels they are the best
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Great partnership. I was so excited to hear that. So, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. And then I've had several uh, friends and coworkers, and mm-hmm. even I was driving several kids around the other day in the Highlands and they all screamed, Crumble, I see the sign. When is it opening? <laughs> and I keep saying, I don't know. Um, I know. So I
1: know. How many times have we said, I don't know. I later. Know. Yeah, I know. So the latest is next week. So we're recording on the 5th of May. Yes. So depending on when you listen to this, it may be open. So, um, you know, they've had some a little bit of struggles getting in there, but with supply chain, etc. But yeah. Um, yeah, they'll be open real soon. So um, awesome. in our next podcast, we'll hear about how Autumn has been there three times this past week. <laughs>
0: it's It's all about the kids though all about the kids (laughs) yeah it's it's only the kids i'm not eating any of it um all right so now that we've kind of gotten through some of our well all food gossip um we also wanted to touch a bit about um about tourism and and travel it's springtime it's uh, you know national tourism and travel week is may 7th through the 13th so timing there aligns well um, so I wanted just to talk a bit about what things um, we can do to support local businesses, but also as we have guests come to Issaquah, uh, as we're hosting people, like, where do we take them? And so that was the, the idea that we came up today as far as the theme. So um, to start out, we we have four hotels here in Issaquah, which, you know, when you when we think about it, it, it is a lot, um, as well as another one that I think is being renovated right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I know that work is underway. So soon we'll have five. Um, And so that's always, you know, a good first start, especially if you don't have the capacity or space to be hosting guests in your home, that there are a lot of cool opportunities uh, for places for people to stay here in Issaquah that's close by.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, you don't you don't really think about it because you don't need it because you don't need a hotel. But when people yeah. it's really nice to have that, like you said, that extra space and, uh, you know, lots of people stay here for, uh, you know, they if they want to go up to the mountains, if they want to actually do things in Seattle and Bellevue, it's a great like, you know. Uh, base camp you know for people yeah. to stay at and then we have a lot of business visitors as well so people are coming in for Costco rei or anybody else and so it's a it's a nice mix of um you know people who are staying in, in Issaquah and then discovering
0: all the things that we'll be talking about today so yeah yeah and I and at times more affordable too right than staying in Seattle. yeah um, yes. so that's, that's also another good benefit yep. too yeah um okay so you know as we were kind of brainstorming what things do we do and we've got guests in town um you know the one that's always the jaw dropper is poo poo point and and the fact that paragliders you know are jumping off of poo poo point we I was just um as a total side note so uh love is blind that Netflix show yeah uh, has it was hosted here in Seattle and Uh you know we our communications team was like oh will there ever be a date or anything happening in Issaquah as we are watching you know tracking yeah. the show. We thought, of course there would have to be paragliding. That's just an iconic yeah. visual element. And they missed an opportunity. They didn't They didn't do that. But anyway, it's very iconic. It's very Issaquah, but it's also just a total, I think as we live here and we work here and we see paragliders in the sky every day, it's just, you know, I at least at times kind of forget how just how crazy that is. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, And it's right. really exciting and fun to watch. Um, so yeah. my husband hiked Poo Poo Point this week uh, and sent me a video. And just even watching hikers just jump off a mountain <laughs> into <laughs> the background of our community. It's yeah. just... It's just amazing. Well, well, I actually did that. So it's not actually jumping. Yes,
1: I did it for a birthday. And I was like, you know what, let me try this. So it's tandem, of course, right? Yeah. And so um, what was really funny is like you, they tell you to run and keep running when you think you're off the mountain, off the, you know, the mountain, because what people do is they stop and then so I felt like those cartoons where you know they go off the cliff and you see the legs still running um but once we were up it was yeah it was really amazing because I, I often forget that they're up there too you kind of see them in the background but then sometimes right. some days I stop and look and go wow and then just to, to be up there and be that other side was just wow so it was it was yeah. you know scary at first of course but yeah. uh yeah and then you know you have somebody in your back that knows what you're doing versus yeah. trying to do it yourself but it's but it didn't, yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem like a um, a very hard sport to get into if you wanted to actually do that more often. So it's pretty cool to have that right in our backyard. And that is definitely the place to take people um, when they come here uh, yeah. to kind of hike and or just watch people come down. Because it's fun watching them land too. It's just like
0: seeing how they do that. It's really cool. Yeah, there, there's been many a time we've packed a picnic and just sat up there and watched people jump off. And yeah, plenty of <laughs> entertainment. It, if I, I don't have the nerves quite yet to actually do it, okay, but um, well, maybe oh, soon. I'll keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another thing for kind of risk takers or thrill seekers, um, Doothy Hill Mountain Bike Park, um, which I, I've never been to. I've seen a lot of video and um, images, but never visited um, on my own. But I know that it's a it's a regional attraction that is also right in our backyard. Yes, and
1: I think it's something that was innovatively done. So it's really great that it's uh, attracting people from all over the region and when they come in from different areas. And so, um, and we have a lot of businesses that then connect with, um, you know, going out and trying bike riding, right? So, um, ride bikes, which is on Gilman, they actually do rentals. So if you want to go oh. and try do hill or another, if you're not ready to go to do hill, some other yeah. mountain trail, um, you can actually try some of the bikes. And I think that's a great opportunity. I just bought my son a bike and it's like, okay, you know, it seems okay when you're riding around the parking lot, but what is it really going to be like when you're on the trail? So, um, you know, that's something to consider uh when your next guests come and if you don't have extra bikes you can go there and rent some.
0: Oh great. Yeah. Well and there's there's plenty of other cycling shops. I mean yes. uh Trek, right? Uh awesome downtown. Down Zone, GERCS, mm-hmm. REI, yeah. Uh, yeah. where we've gotten many a bike fixed. Um and then Superior Seconds, which I just saw they were doing a, a bike exchange where they, oh. you know, they they take over a part of the parking lot and there's just this massive amount of bikes you can come and do these swaps where if you have a bike, but your kids may have outgrown it or you're looking to upgrade. Uh, and it's yes. a great way to upcycle um, yeah. bikes and, and get something new. So exactly. that
1: perks my interest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: I have way too uh, many bikes in my garage, so I should check that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, of course, we we should mention Fish Hatchery. And yes. you know, I I recall when we were uh, recruiting for uh, our city administrator and doing tours of Issaquah to show candidates around of kind of what our community was. Yeah. I remember we had one one candidate we were touring the hatchery, and his jaw just dropped. and it was like, there there is a fish run happening through this community, and I'm just like, yeah, that's. Oh yes. I guess that's <laughs> that's just not so <laughs> so it's not everywhere. So It's not I think no, just <laughs> stepping back and thinking about the things that make this community so special and they're so memorable for visitors. Um and that's always resonated with me is just that reaction of like this is so cool. Um so anyway, not to be missed obviously yes. is speech yes.
1: Well, and you think about again it's like it's it's just there. So you don't think about it, but there's you know, during pre-pandemic, and I'm not sure if the levels are back up yet, but there was, you know, 200 uh, to 400,000 people coming to visit the fish hatchery from tours, um, you know, student tours, but also off off the cruise ships in the past. So um, it's it's something that the Friends of Issaquah Salmon Hatchery uh, are really helping to promote education and they do events and you can volunteer there. So it's really cool that we have that opportunity. And it's not just a look, look from the street. You can actually go in and, you know, see the fish, uh, growing and coming back up front. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it's turning kind of to something similar, <laughs> but different. But let, there's also fishing, right? You can yes. do in town and yes. we've, we've talked several times I think on the podcast mm-hmm. about Creekside Angling Company and they do classes or adventures where you can sign up for that uh, with your guests. Um, or REI also has a lot of, of good fishing equipment too. So. Yeah. That's another option. If, another good sport and take yeah, people out okay. to try it, whether it's here or in Puget Sound. It's fun to do. Yeah. Uh, so as the weather is getting better, another great destination is Lake Sammamish State Park. Um, that's that draws in very much a regional crowd, but is also jaw dropping to go visit. Um, what kind of things can you do at the state park, especially in the in the warmer months?
1: Yeah. So we all probably know about the amazing uh, all. Uh, playground that is there that has developed over the last uh few years and uh, i have a new employee who has a young child and i'm like you need to go here (laughs) um so but besides that there are you know there's two beaches there's a nice beach house you can you can rent um the stand-up paddle boards or kayaks and go right out there you can go swimming there's a boat launch and so we have a couple boat companies in Issaquah again things you don't think about i-90 marine <laughs> center and the union marine um they're they they want to be here because they're close to to uh lake sammamish and close to the people who want to do outdoor recreation and so um you know there's even the paddling yogini which is like you know doing yoga <laughs> on your stand-up paddle board which again haven't tried yet <laughs> <laughs> That one, I think, I would be following the water a lot, but um, and that that uh, so there's a Friends of Lake Sammamish State Park as well. So these Friends groups are volunteer slash you know small nonprofits that really help to program and enliven these state owned places, right? And so to make that more community feel, and they do amazing events. They're doing a wagon walk you know, dog walk, um, and they have lots of events throughout the year and volunteer opportunities. So we thank both uh, friends organizations for you know, not only uh, being there to help us as residents, but then when people come in to visit, there's um, more things for people to do.
0: Yeah, definitely always check out their website. You know, the city does try to also promote their events. They're wonderful throughout the year. And I agree, they're doing such great work as far as enhancement within the park. I know that they're they're really re-envisioning the trail system there. Yeah. Um, so there's there's just awesome things happening at the state park all the time. So definitely check out their website as you're planning your spring and summer with guests. So, um, you know, there's plenty of other destination events and things to do in Issaquah um, that we we would have to mention if we're talking about this. <laughs> it is so Issaquah. Yeah, Issaquah. So obviously Salmon Days. We've got guests coming, of course, in October. It's always the first weekend in October. Triple uh, X has uh, car shows throughout the summer, also really fun. Uh, they have their schedule on their website as well. Um, and then Village Theater, right? Another very much regional attraction um, where we see a whole lot of tourists, um, whether they're just they're outside of our community or from far away, that come in to see shows.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty amazing. We'll talk to Christy a little later about what she discovered about Village Theater and residents. So stay tuned for that. Oh, um, awesome. So one of the cool things about Village Theaters, they bring people in. And so you may come a little early to go for a drink or dinner. or You may stay late to go shopping. And one yeah. of the things that's really close is Gilman Village and those yeah. amazing boutique shops. Again, something we just take for granted, I think. Yes. And that the first time you bring somebody there, they love it. Yes. You know, you have unique stores, you have great, uh, restaurants and, um, coffee shop, and you just like, feel like you've, um, in a small town, uh, on the boardwalk. And so that's so fun to bring people to, um, and then of course, if you go the other way, you got Bones Candy, Yum. yeah, and then, then the triple X there to get some more food. I think we're going back to food again. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and with Bones Candies, you know, when talk about unique experiences, um, they still do tours, I believe. And so if you, um, I think you can sign up online, but yeah, you can go in, and see a tour of Bohm's, uh where he used to live, which is really, really fun too. Yeah. It's something yeah. very unique to Issaquah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, talking about unique to Issaquah,
1: how many times people look at me and go, what? We have a zoo, Cougar Mountain Zoo. That is yeah. so unique, right? Yes. No, there's very few zoos in this world and we have an amazing zoo that um that group up there is just do amazing things. They've been, if you haven't been there lately, they've been done a lot of um remodeling and kind of figure out how to create a, a better user experience. So you guys should go check it out if you haven't been lately. But that's something too to bring visitors to because yeah, you're driving along, you see Lake Samama State Park, and you're like, Wait, there's a cougar and a tiger. And, <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> uh another thing probably to mention too is our creative district and so this is right in kind of the old town area and i was just so thrilled so we have a a program that wraps traffic control boxes oh, yeah you know there's just these gray ugly boxes yep. and um uh amy are we, we've featured before on the yes. um the podcast uh she works with a lot of local artists to wrap these with beautiful art Mm-hmm. And so I was so thrilled to see one that also called out the creative district. That's right at Pedestrian Park, um, yeah. right at Front and Sunset. And so that was—I think that's just a great way to remind folks too that they are in a creative district, and there's so much to do if you and if you enjoy the arts. Um, so mm-hmm. keeping that in mind too is another way. Just to stroll down Old Town, there's a lot of cool art to find. There is. There is. Um... And, you know,
1: on the other side of town, something that, again, one of the things that we take for granted maybe is our farmer's market. So there's farmer's yeah. markets, lots of places, but I, I think ours is the best. <laughs> um, we have a really great crew who put that together. And then the location at Pickering Barn is just so right. amazing, right? So you just feel mm-hmm. like you're going to the farm. So, again, an experience, it's about the experience of doing these things in Issaquah that really makes you makes it feel special. So.
0: Falling in love with Issaquah all over again, just walking yes. through all of our cool things. Yes. yes. So um, so there's so much to do, but there's another angle to tourism that may not be as visible. Uh, so our interview with Christy Gerard at Visit Issaquah dives into the reasons why people and businesses come to Issaquah, both not only for personal but professional events. Yeah, so um, that's right. So
1: you know, one of Isabela's economic drivers um, is visitors. So they're yeah. not only spending nights in our hotels, they're shopping, they're eating, they're do, generally sub- coming and, and visiting our unique small businesses, right? Because they can they can shop at the the regional and the national um, businesses elsewhere. They want to come here and see what we have unique. So um, you know, we're celebrating Economic Development Week as uh, this month as well, and that's oh. really an opportunity. I see it as an opportunity for our small businesses to thrive. That's what we're here for. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things that we do around tourism to help small businesses and tourism is uh, through their lodging tax funding. We actually do a call for projects. And so there's nine projects that we're funding this year. So there's like going to be a new event at uh, the Highlands called Lego Expo. And so they're really excited because they know that is an attraction. People will travel far and wide for that and so and then there's some regional runs that are new and then we have our tried and true things that you mentioned before like the car shows and village theater and we have a visitor center at the chamber which is really important so um, we have all of these things to attract visitors that come together um, and really visit Issaquah with Christy Garrard kind of helps to put them all together and a, a great puzzle so let's hear more now from Christy. I am excited to be here today with Christy Garrard from Visit Issaquah. I've worked in Issaquah for 10 years, but only had the chance to work closely with Christy since 2020. And wow, Christy, you are an amazing advocate for all things Issaquah. Thank you. Yeah. So the mayor proclaimed National Tourism Week here in in Issaquah, May 7th through 13th. And you're the center of all things uh, tourism in Issaquah. Christy, share with us what is Visit Issaquah and what do you do?
2: So Visit Issaquah is the destination marketing organization uh, representing the city and uh, so I promote tourism regionally with the objective to uh, bring visitors to Issaquah to generate economic uh, vibrancy and to um, also bring overnight stays that support our hotels locally.
1: All right. That's a big job. So um, tell us, I mean, you must be working with lots of different places in Issaquah. What are some of the Issaquah special places that we may not be aware of? Uh,
2: that That's a great question. And there are so many uh, that I am even discovering. And I've lived in Issaquah since 2007. One of the things that surprises me um, is I'm still meeting locals who have never been to Village Theater. And I, I just can't recommend the experience at village theater enough and really encourage all our visitors and our locals to to support that um that attraction the broadway quality productions and also village theater's commitment to diversity and inclusion and all of their employment um aspects of um production so um while it's not a best kept secret it could certainly um it, it certainly um could more people could enjoy that experience and then another thing I learned about it since I've been in this role for the last year is that while we all are aware about of Poo Poo Point and the paragliding um, that happens Mm -hmm. uh, Issaquah is internationally known as a paragliding destination so it's not just local pilots that are jumping off Poo Poo Point but but, uh, folks from all over the planet and um, I think that that was um, really inspiring for uh, for our community but we've got a really growing maker scene of artisans that offer workshops and experiences for individuals and groups and uh, you know we have the new arena sports that it has mm-hmm. the family entertainment center and even the Pacific Northwest Golf Academy that is an indoor um, place to to work on your your golf game so there's just um, lots of, of um, entertainment options in Esquad.
1: Yeah, yeah, I went to the the uh, golf place and I was like, wow, it is, it is really cool. Because it not only gives you a chance to practice indoors when the weather may not be great, but they really uh, help you see how to do your swing. And I don't play golf, but I was very impressed. So um, I love that, you know, thinking about um, you know, and we, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, not doing, you know, not being a tourist in your own town. Um, there's so many amazing things. So, you know, as it, as we think about this, you know, we're, lots of people are working from home more now, and we have, uh, you know, businesses and small businesses that are looking for team building opportunities. What can Visit Issaquah do to help them?
2: Oh, I, um, we, well, Call me first and foremost. Um, <laughs> but, um, but even before you do that, uh, we have a page dedicated at visitissequawaa.com to group activities. So if you're thinking about a team building or team bonding experience, you can check out our page on the website. But then give me a call, reach out, and you know we'll talk about um, what your what your interests are, what the um, abilities of your group um, are, uh, what, what's the timing look like? And of course, what's your budget. And then I will even, um, you know, bring several, um, options to the organizer. And then once they selected what they think they'd like to do, um, I'm happy to coordinate and negotiate with the, um, with the experience provider to, um, you know, just to assist in, in, um, that business. And, um, my services are complimentary, so um, you know. There's uh, so I'm ha- I'm happy happy to help and and um, uh, yeah
1: yeah that's that's great oh because that that's the hardest thing is thinking about like I have this idea but where where can I fit what can I do that's unique um, that's that's really good to know so businesses people residents everybody call visit Issaquah and <laughs> bring bring yeah. bring more people here to to enjoy our town yes.
2: And, you know, I think we're, we're known for our outdoor recreation offerings, but like I said before, we have a, a growing maker scene that, um, you know, there are some incredible uh, workshops that um, these makers can, can um, turn into a, a great team bonding experience. So um, not everybody wants to get out on the trail and hike, but if you do... Um, we have guides that we can connect you with. Some at no cost at all. The Issaquah Alps Trails Club offers guided hikes, um, both on weekends and weekdays, and, um, and 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 at no cost. So this is a great way if you've got an outdoorsy group uh, that uh, that that want to to do that. But then you know, we also have lots of opportunities for um, uh, printmaking and glass blowing and you know, just, just so many other um, opportunities to, to do things inside, um, knowing not everyone is outdoorsy, so.
1: That's, that's great. So tourism has really changed uh, during the pandemic and after. Um, what are some of the innovative things that you're seeing or doing to kind of uh, address not just the changes in tourism, but also to highlight what we have here in Issaquah because um, we we have lots of great amenities that you've been talking about, but we're not a big hotel conference scene. So,
2: yeah. So um, obviously, attracting those overnight stays is a big priority for um, Visit Issaquah because that's how destination destination marketing organizations um, are funded. So from those um, lodging taxes collected from overnight stays. So so it's a cycle of um, of being able. You know, the the more overnight stays we generate, the more revenue that Visit Issaquah has to promote Issaquah regionally. And that's just how the the industry works. Um, So obviously, group travel is um, a a great return on investment of my time in promoting Issaquah to to bring, um, you know, it's always we we welcome everyone and the family, the individual traveler. But certainly going after that group travel um, is is uh, priority for me, and because we have limited conference uh, space, um, it, I've I've um, I'm introducing um, a conference concept in October with the Washington Festival and Events Association's annual conference, where this is a, a 200. Um, attendee um, conference and they will stay at the Hilton garden Inn. their general sessions will happen in the hotel ballroom, but their breakout sessions are going to be hosted in Issaquah's historic downtown in the local businesses. So, so many times we've all attended industry conferences. You fly into a city, you're in a conference center or a hotel the whole time you're there and then you fly out and you never really get to experience your location. And um, with this model, Attendees will move from um, businesses around our downtown core. Uh, in between breakout sessions, they can pop into one of our many cafes and um, and and shops, and and also just get to experience Issaquah's scenic beauty. So that when these attendees head back home, they've had a true Issaquah experience. And I'm really excited about this this model, and hope that it becomes a um, an offering that we can. Um, Uh, you know, provide to other conferences of that size.
1: Wow, that's really cool. Yes, I can't tell you how many uh, conference rooms without windows (laughs) of cities I've been in. It doesn't make sense to even pretend that you're in that town, right? So, um, but my tourism lately has been doing a lot of traveling with my son's baseball team. Do you work with sports teams like that? Because I know that's definitely um, another uh, segment of uh, travelers.
2: Absolutely. I've it, Just this week, I've been in contact with a, a um, regional softball tournament that's coming this summer, um, the Washington Cup lacrosse tournament that's coming in early June, and then a, um, co- a high school um, basketball tournament that is bringing college recruiters in, in mid-June. So, love working with our sports teams, and with enough notice from the um the sports tournament producer, I can, um, work with our local hotels to negotiate, uh, I, you know, room rates and, and, um, hotel blocks, and then put on their registration website, uh, to help Participants, uh, the athletes, families, and the and the um, officials, and all the other folks that are involved in in sporting events, to easily find where to stay and get the best price that um, Issaquah has available. Uh, we also have a a, a webpage at visitissaquawah.com that um, talks about all our lodging op- uh, offerings, um, what restaurants in Issaquah can handle large groups. Um, uh, what what is there to do when you're not on the field pitch or Mm -hmm. court Mm
0: -hmm. and uh you know
2: or and um and then even if you break a piece of equipment or you forgot something at home where can you purchase uh locally sporting equipment and in the event that you have uh, an athlete that gets injured where are the urgent cares and um in so trying to develop a, a one stop for the, the athlete and their family to really just provide an incredible experience when they're in town.
1: Wow, you just hit on everything that I've experienced <laughs> traveling. it's like the, again, the, where do you go to EEC? who's gonna who, who who can actually accommodate our big group and all those things. So wow. and knowing
2: those things in advance, then you know a, um, a team mom can make those reservations uh, if if they want and you know really kind of plan things out to make it a smooth experience for all the traveling team.
1: And that's what team moms want and team dads. They want it easy, like tell, you know, great, you do, you tell us all these great things. I can pass that on. My parents are going to love me. So,
2: so again, no, no charge to, to the event producers or the family. This is a a service that Visit Issaquah um, just provides and we can tailor it to, um, to the specific event. And then it's just a simple link that um, the producer can uh, put on their registration a website and and you're off to the races so. Done, love it. So
1: anything else you'd like to share about uh, Visit Squad or the work you're doing? I'm
2: um, really um, proud to be um, focused on uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion in this work um, in promoting Issaquah to all people uh, to come and enjoy everything that Issaquah has to offer. And I'm um, really proud to say that in June, um, Issaquah will host a um, a pride event that, um, and also oh. celebrate Juneteenth for the third year. Um, with more information coming, you can find that information at um, on our events calendar at um, visitissaquawa.com, but, um, you know, Issaquah is, um, the city of Issaquah is, um, welcoming to all and, uh, visit Issaquah embraces, uh, that, um, uh, as well and, um, are, are excited to, to promote our city to all people.
1: Oh, that's great. So how can our listeners keep in touch with all things that visit is visit Issaquah is doing and promoting and, um, kind of, you know, uh, getting information together for people.
2: Absolutely. Um, Well, if you're on social media, we are on, um, Visit Issaquah has a Facebook page and an Instagram page, also on LinkedIn. So those are um, places to just kind of follow for that daily um, uh, info in your feed. Um, The uh, events calendar at visitissaquahwa.com has been deemed the official events calendar calendar for Issaquah, so I work really hard to keep that populated with everything there is to do. Uh, so that's a great place to check out, hey, what, what's going on this Saturday, and many of the activities are low or no cost. And, you um, and then also on our website is a simple web form that um, you fill out if you've got an interest um, in working with Visit on any type of visit, um, visitor experience. And uh, that comes right into my email inbox and I will get back to you straight away and we, we can get, get to work.
1: Wow. that That is so great, Christy. No wonder you received the State of Washington Tourism Rising Star Award last year. You, you. are just so, we're so happy that you you are here in Issaquah and working at it, Visit Issaquah to really sell our amenities. And, and I you know, again, I hear that, hey, if I want to know what to do on Saturday, I can look at that website and see what's happening in my own town. And that's really, really cool as well for our listeners. So thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. It's an honor to represent Issaquah and to support the economic uh, recovery post-pandemic uh, for our city and our hospitality and tourism attractions. And I'm enjoying the work and and um, look forward to keeping the momentum going. Yes, indeed. Thank you.
0: All right, and that's a wrap on our latest edition of Issaquah Buzz. Thanks for joining us. Uh, join us next time to hear more about other business news in Issaquah, and let us know if you have a favorite business or hear a rumor or some gossip we should be chatting about uh, and that we should track down. Uh, so email us at ed at Thanks again.
2: Thank you.